brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. Disaster strikes. I think someone's accidentally deleted the Jurassic Park background music that we use as a tradition in this opening gambit of the show. What? I'm going to just... I talk amongst yourselves. Oh, don't do that. That's what I'm employed to do. Oh, you're going to sing in the background? Oh, here it is. Okay, okay. Hang on a second. Wait there. Thank you, Matt, though. That was, that was lovely of you to do. That was a close call. That was a close call. Felt nauseous for a while there. Uh, so, good morning and a warm welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Alongside me, as always, Matt Dyson. Hi there. Emma Jones. Good morning. Um, now, we begin with uh, going behind the scenes. We peek behind the curtain. We break the fourth wall slightly uh, with the notes that I managed to take off producer yeah. Dave's desk. Uh, yesterday after the show, because after the after we finish broadcasting, we sit down and we think about what we should do the following day. And then, luckily, this gets typed up and put into a document, which I have here, uh, which you can read and is clear and concise, so everyone knows what they're doing. But if we were to stick to the original handwritten version <laughs> that producer Dave does, it seems that up next we're going... <laughs> uh, but then in the eight, which we got looked forward to, we got... <laughs> um, so I took a picture of this because it's it's like a doctor's handwriting. Many people well, yes, commented. Yes, it is. Uh, you're left-handed, aren't you? But should that really? Well, I don't think we your... can blame lefties. I don't know on if that. that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's completely to blame for this bad handwriting. What what is to blame for it? It's, I was using a sharpie, yeah. which is tricky to write with, because right. then you don't want to smudge as you're going across the writing, which left-handers have a problem with. Yeah. Yeah. So then my arm's kind of in the air. You but do in hold general, your hand in a very strange manner when writing. It's a yeah. phrase it's like one of those something handed at the fair where you <laughs> grab a yeah. cuddly toy out. He is the claw. He's like the claw. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Like Imagine putting a sharpie in one of those Ooh. and asking him to write up your show notes. Well, you're in a rush, and <laughs> I, I, but I've not got a good handwriting anyway. So no. Dave bit... Berry underscore tweet. Sorry, Matt. Dave Berry underscore tweet. That's where I posted a picture of it. Shall we go through some of the comments underneath? Yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't believe that's the handwriting of anal producer Dave. <laughs> Um, I hope you caught the spider that crawled across your page. Uh, what the is going on with your capital A's from friend of the show, Patty yes, Kelly? I've looked at the A's. They are particularly um Yeah, they're surprising. like triangles, aren't they? They look yeah. like Quality Street. <laughs> yeah. Very strange. And producer Brian from Magic uh, said he didn't know that you could speak Predator. <laughs> <laughs> Including a picture of the side of Predator's gun. Which does look very similar to what we're doing at 8.30. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. If I may, I'd like to ask for your help. Um, you do have perfect brains, and every now and again, when I say every now and again, I mean every weekday morning. I like to pick them about various different things. Uh, 8, 12, 15 is how you text me. Um, after the show this morning at 10.15am, I am going to be guest editing a page of Closer magazine. Um, hot off the heels of Russell Howard doing it last time out. <laughs> guest and editing. Guest wow. editing. And so you have to answer a few questions, all of which, you know, are quite low-hanging and it'll be fine. Is that like when they get you a guest editor of the Bazaar column in the tabloids where they uh, you go into the office and you pose with pictures <laughs> yeah. with the, uh, the guys at Closer? <laughs> I'm hoping to be doing it on the phone. Okay. Um, <laughs> when I say I'm hoping, Closer didn't invite me in, actually. Oh. But, yeah, that's a oh, good point. Well. I used to regularly enjoy seeing McFly yeah. jumping off the yeah, furniture. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But so I'm going to be doing this, and one of the things is you, you have to write on a hot topic or talk about a hot topic that week that they want to include in the magazine. Um, 
Russell Howard did something about Donald Trump being despicable. Um, I wanted to do something about having a phone detox and some of the tricks in which social media use uh, to hook us in. Yeah. Uh, Closer Magazine said, that's great, Dave, but we've got another idea, so <laughs> I'm going to be doing the other idea. Because <laughs> okay. I know what it is with producers who are pushy and editors. Yeah. Same kind of stock, really. I, I know where I'm at with those. Um, I'm just a warm prop, basically, in all yeah, of this. Yeah. Um, and so they wanted me to talk about the fact that James Martin, celebrity chef. You're always talking about him. I'm so always you know, banging on about yeah, him. Yeah, okay, it's not yeah. him, it's Hugh Fernie Whitting still, isn't it? Yeah, you are, yeah. Um, James Martin has opened up about his decision not to marry his long-term girlfriend, Louise Davies, and why the couple are not interested in having children. Um, he, to he told a newspaper, no, it doesn't interest me in the slightest, mainly because I've catered for so many weddings. Really, I admire people who do it, that's fine, but I'm quite happy. I don't need to spend 60 grand on a day, so I'm happy, thanks. Right. Um, we don't know if he's told his partner any of this, or maybe this is a very public way of him just getting it out there. Uh, we don't know if Louise is livid. Um, but um, James said he'd rather spend the money on a Chevrolet Corvette oh. or a Lotus 340R or a 1948 Maserati. So he's yeah. gone full partridge on this one. He's a man's year. man. He likes a sports car. Um, yeah. And also, some people saying, you know, James, even though he's very much in love, I'm sure he likes to, you know, he likes to keep it breezy. You know, yeah. hey, ladies, I'm not fully, yeah, not fully man. off the market. But I, to I totally agree with what he's saying, though. This is my point. So when I hear oh, Closer yeah. Magazine, well, it's, I think, uh, it's expensive. Weddings are expensive. Weddings are expensive. I think that, I think that. A lot of people feel they're under pressure to get married or, and they feel they have to do it and they don't think logically about what else they could do with that money, which yeah. could improve themselves and their partner's lives going uh, forward. Yes, it's true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There is a lot of expectations in society to do that. Um, yeah. Why get married when we could put a deposit on a flat is one of the yes. most romantic things I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I yeah. constantly think that now. I do used you? to be of the James Martin school of thought. Like, right. yeah, yeah, it was okay. such a waste of money and then the more and more weddings I went to I was like, no, I want one of those. And now I'm like, wow, we could have bought another house. That's it, yeah, yeah. When I was left with loads of credit card debt after our wedding, I sort of, I, I came round to the James Martin School of Thought yeah. as well. I wouldn't have bought a sports car, but, you know, yeah. I mean, I agree with Jane Moore, who's the economist well, in the school. It's almost like your catchphrase, that, <laughs> so, so often. I find myself agreeing with Jane Moore. Let's hope his live-in girlfriend of seven years shares his point of view. Well, that's crucial, yeah, as we say. It, yeah, hopefully he That's crucial. Also, if you are one of the poor, unfortunate souls that have high at great expense a TV chef to cater your wedding. <laughs> to, yeah. to hear that as the pull-out quote, that's going to damage business going forward, yeah, James. Possibly. Surely, yeah. Possibly. <laughs> anyway, so um, we all agree with James Martin. I agree with James Martin. So does my team on The Breakfast Show. That's effectively going to be the backbone of the article I write for Closer Magazine wow, as editor. Yeah, Romance is dead. Romance says is radio's dead. Dave Barry. Um, one of the reasons they asked... <laughs> Recently married. <laughs> Recently married. Yeah. Only married for not even six months yet. Um, they said one of the reasons they wanted me to talk about this was because I had a low-key and uh, private wedding and um, that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be expensive. Well, I'll tell you what, I've got the bar bill from my <laughs> wedding. Uh, many of the people in this room were at it yeah. uh, and we're going to go through it blow by blow next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Where after the show I've got the great honour of a guest editing a page of Closer magazine. Um, so I'm going to be going in there and one of the things they've asked me to talk about is the fact that celebrity chef James Martin Martin has come out and said he's never going to get married because, bottom line, he thinks it's a waste of money. And the reason they want me to talk about this is apparently um, I got married six... Not apparently, I got married six months ago. <laughs> I don't remember anything. <laughs> I've got... What? Who is this? <laughs> Why are you in my house? Um, 
I got married six months ago, and apparently I had a low-key do. Well, let yeah. me tell you, people of Closer Magazine in the world, low-key doesn't necessarily mean cheap. Not when you've got the kind of friends we've got. <laughs> uh, Matt Dyson, you were there. Yeah. Producer Dave, you were there. Um, Emma and Claire, I know. <laughs> I didn't really know you at the time, of course. Yeah. I mean, I need to say hello, but it was just a small, a small gathering. I promise. When I inevitably get married again, you'll both be invited. Okay? <laughs> Emma, Emma would have been at another wedding. Anyway. <laughs> sure, you would have been double booked. That's very busy. That's um, so our drink celebration with friends lasted for four hours. Okay, yeah. so it started at eight pm and it finished at midnight. Live band, everyone, come along. Don't put your hand in your pocket. Have a drink on us. You know, that's what it. That's basically yeah. it. Four hours, the time limit. Four, four hours. You got four when hours. Yeah, you got four hours. Go. That's, yeah. that's basically where you went wrong. That's not what we were trying. <laughs> yeah, I don't that. think it said that on the invitation, <laughs> it did it? Almost, no. Matt was at the door like that. <laughs> okay. Seven fifty-eight. <laughs> Come on. Um, it was a. It was like a kind of Bush Tucker trial for you, wasn't it, Matt? <laughs> um, so here we go. Uh, we got the email from the venue um, breaking it down for us, which they were able yeah. to do. So we had uh, there were 85 people there in total, and it lasted four hours. And in that time, uh, our friends drank 98 bottles of champagne. Wow. That's 147 glasses an hour, which is 2.5 glasses per minute. And that was just Matt. <laughs> <laughs> 81 bottles of wine in four hours. Um, our friends consumed 178 beers. So let me hit you with those stats again. That's 98 bottles of champagne, 81 bottles of wine, 178 beers. But the reason that I love our friends so much is that um, the soft drinks total for that time is 11. (laughs) (laughs) 11 soft drinks. And I know that two of our guests were pregnant and one of them doesn't drink. (laughs) (laughs) So you put in quite the shift. I'm I'm very proud of you already. Dave Berry Breakfast Show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Now let me take a look at producer Dave's handwritten show notes from yesterday. What are we doing now? Oh, we're doing... (laughs) With a Lolo la at the end. So that's perfect. I think that's trades people to the stars. That's correct. With added lols. Um, we met Paul yesterday. Uh, he was one of our trades people to the stars. We always love to hear from you. If you are a tradesperson and you have plied it for someone rich and slash or famous, let me know. Email me dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And this is what went down yesterday. Morning, Dave. How are you? Very good, my man. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. We are very excited about this. Um, let's begin at the beginning, shall we? What's your trade? Uh, I'm an asbestos surveyor. Asbestos Ooh, surveyor. Very important job. Which celebrity have you surveyed asbestos for? The one and only Brian Harvey. Brian Harvey's <laughs> oh, on the show, everyone! Yes. <laughs> um, OK, so was, uh, was Brian Harvey there? He was indeed, yes. He was upstairs, uh, his missus let us in, and in true Brian Harvey style, came down the stairs in a pink dressing gown with his hat back to front. Oh, oh yes. yes. Just like he did in the E17 yes. days. Does he still live in E17? Uh, we surveyed his house in E17, just behind the old Walthamstow dog track, yes. Oh, wow. wow, he is so true to the yeah, brand, I love that. So, did you talk to Brian? Was he a nice guy? He was a little bit hungover from the night before. He'd had a party with two of the three other bandmates. Oh! Which one, which one didn't turn up? I'm guessing you know. 
Tony probably wasn't oh, Tony, there. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, he's, he's Tony. Moved he's moved on with his life. <laughs> but I like very, this. Very Two quiet ones always turn up. We are hearing... <laughs> John and Terry, I think you'll find their names yeah, are, yeah. Matt. Blimey. Um, I like that we're getting the inside track about which members of E17 get together still from Real an asbestos gossip. surveyor called Paul. <laughs> <laughs> this is brilliant. Who needs Heat magazine <laughs> when you've got Paul? Um, so, one final question. Even in his hungover state, did Brian Harvey from E17 offer to make you a cup of tea or coffee? Yes, he offered to make us a cup of tea. Yay! Yay! Well done. (laughs) Paul, it's been lovely having you on the show. We are going to reward you with a Wix gift card for being such a great caller. That's fantastic. Thank you very much. It's been my pleasure. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Well, it's time for me to get out my breakfast spoon and dip it inside your lovely brains. 8, 12, 15. That's yeah. how you can get in touch on the text. I know, I should have thought that <laughs> one through. eating them like a boiled egg. Oh, this is what I mean, yeah. It was just because uh, producer Dave said something about Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and I just oh, automatically yeah. thought, chilled monkey brains. Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So that's why I was okay, trying to think about brains. Going, yeah. Anyway, basically what I'm saying is we've got a text topic that we'd like your help with. Uh, that's the basics of it all. Um, 8, 12, 15, or of course you can always tweet us at Absolute Radio. And this morning I'd like to focus on um, something that's entered my world uh, simultaneously, which is the fact that every day we are live in this studio in London Golden Square, and there is an old saying in our business, Matt, mm. that every mic is a live mic. Uh, yes. You can be caught saying things that you wouldn't necessarily want put out for broadcast. Yes, it can be awful. Could be awful. I mean, not us, because, you know, we basically just lay it all out there. It's yeah. fine. I mean, I don't say anything until I see the green light go on. Yeah. It says on air, and then I'm just... Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Kathy over here, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, the other thing is, I've got my niece uh, coming for a first ever sleepover at the house. Oh, uh, yes. Which we're built all, the den for the other day. We built a den. More, more, we've got an update on the oh, den building. Oh, yeah. It's tearing my marriage apart. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. More on that a little later on. But with that, so I, I've kind of found myself using um, alternative um, expletives. Ah, uh, yeah. Now, as a father of two, I, I imagine yeah. this is something you've had to... You have to, yeah. Especially when craft. you're in the car, when you're in the car and your usual road rage has to go out the window, so they just adapt slightly, doesn't it? Because yeah. there's nothing worse than seeing grown ups swearing in front of their children. Yeah, yeah, we were oh, talking about this as awful. well. We used to, you hear it on the train, you just think, oh, there's no hope for that, that, yeah, little, yeah. that little lad or lady, it's, it's is depressing. there? It's depressing, it's um, depressing. So I'm going to. Two that I use frequently and have done for about the past six months have now uh, f- filtered into producer Dave's world, and he's now <laughs> using these uh, in front of his wife and his daughter. Yeah. But out of context, they're quite weird. Yes. Um, because I've got fudgy my goo goos. <laughs> <laughs> fudgy my goo goos. <laughs> And I've got uh, sugar plum fairy cakes. Ah, uh, yeah, sugar oh, plum fairy cakes. Sh- is good sugar plum fairy cakes. <laughs> is that just for when just sugar won't do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You need to. Eat. I think it, it kind of helps you feel like you've you've let out the naughty swear, yeah. the therapeutic swear. If you elongate yeah. it, sugar's right. not enough. Sugar plum fairy cakes. Yeah. You feel okay. Uh, you sound ridiculous, but you feel okay. <laughs> uh, so fudging my goo goos. It's a texter. Eight to twelve, fifteen. We're looking for your alternative expletives. Matt, do you have any? Other? That's it. It's fine when you say it amongst children, but when you say it amongst adults that's when you look particularly weird (laughs) (laughs) like when you're down the pub with the lads oh fudgy you scored in the last two minutes of extra time fairy cakes (laughs) we're up against it right guys they've run out of Stella (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly lads no I mean one of the common ones I use is Furniture Village (laughs) 
Sometimes it's an easy way out. It's an easy way out just to, uh, to focus on furniture, furniture village. village. Um, I also know a member of the team here likes to use shack attack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 shack attack. <laughs> Fudging my goo-goos, that hurt. <laughs> oh. I don't even know if this is acceptable radio anymore. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. My wife uses fudge cake peanut butter, says Mike and Ealing. <laughs> oh, nice. Fudging menorah, says Aaron in Worcester Park. Ooh. Flock of sheep. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Lisa says flip-flops and wombles at her. Oh, flip-flops oh, and wombles. Oh, nice, excellent. Thundercats. <laughs> it's Alan in Chelmsford's one. If you're really exasperated, you could do the whole Thundercats, Thundercats, Thundercats. Oh, <laughs> you're really angry. You've really stubbed your toe. Someone's in your parking. You spotted your neighbour using your wheelie bin. Thunder, yeah. thunder, 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 Thundercats. Oh, um, Mandy in Arsworth says bollard. She's just oh, a bollard kind of, course, of lady. Yeah. Spherical objects, <laughs> says Phil. Uh, Colin Stout in Hendon goes to Fergal Sharkey. Oh, that's a good one. I like Fergal Sharkey. I, I'm always imagining people stubbing their toes when it comes to this because that's one of the, the great, honest human reactions. Yeah, yeah. It will tell you what kind of person you are when you stub your toe. Yes, yeah. I'm a please don't talk to me right now kind of person. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll go to the corner of the room and just, like, lean on the wall and, like, bite my own fish. Oh, yeah. And someone will go, are you OK? You go, I can't talk to you. Fergal Sharky. Fergal Sharky. Or Sharky Mushrooms, as Chris oh, in Salford yeah, would say. that's a nice one. Ray in Swanley uh, swaps in uh, for Go Go Gadget. Oh, yeah, that's good. Which is nice. Um, and finally, we're going to leave this section here, and I do thank you so much for all your help, with um, Monkey Farmers. Uh, of course, yeah. yeah. <sighs> monkey Farmers! <laughs> so let's try and start using those people, everyone around the kids. They're all yeah. on summer holidays. They're going to be around for a few more weeks to come. So this is a much better way of living our lives. Spherical objects. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. And vanished. Yes, Emma Jones. <sighs> Here we go. <laughs> it's quantum leap time again. You must like the music, if nothing else. The um, theme tune's amazing. Doesn't invoke an emotion in me. <laughs> what? Wow, it doesn't invoke an emotion in me. That's so cutting. So, so cutting. Um, basically, if you're just joining us, um, it, it occurred to Matt and I that you couldn't really watch Quantum Leap anywhere. On main television, it used to be on the sci-fi channel. Yeah, they stopped showing it, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's really annoying. And then, as we kind of looked into this a little further, we realised that there have been rumours dogging us leapers for years about mm. whether it's going to come back or not. Mm. And it's been off television far too long, not only in repeat form, but in the form of a brand-new series that yeah. we can all see and here. Yeah. Um, and so you guys have been getting in touch because this is a, a sharing space for all you leapers out there. And my goodness, there are millions of you. Fudgy my goo-goos, there's loads of it. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's absolutely fantastic. So thank you. Yesterday, um, Matt Dyson thought perhaps we went too far by delving into the minutiae of um, Rock the Redhead by King Mountain, which was season three, episode 17, called of Glitter Rock. Was, yeah, yeah. And of course, he also touched on uh, season two, episode 18, Paul Hall Blues. Oh, yeah, that was a classic. Um, and we've had a text from Phoenix Phil in London, Matt, I believe. Uh, yes, uh, he starts the text message with Leapers Unite in capital letters, <laughs> which is a lovely yes, way Phil. people have started their text messages over this past few weeks. Uh, one of the most haunting yet beautiful moments in TV drama has to be the first episode of season three, which oh, is, I believe, yes, The Leap Home Part One. Yeah, he uh, leaps into himself as a 15-year-old that's boy. That's exactly it. Uh, Sam uh, sings an acoustic version of John Lennon's Imagine to his little sister. It's no coincidence that MTV Unplugged <laughs> became a phenomenon shortly after this. 
this. Thank you, Phoenix Phil. Well, Phil, we have found a little clip of this. To give it some context, as a leaper, um, Sam convinces... It's one of your favourite episodes. Is, I've, been, yeah. I've told the team about this before <laughs> Phil even got in touch. This is, I've been banging on about this for six months now. He basically leaps into himself as a 15-year-old yeah, and yeah. it persuades his little sister that this is this is what's happening, even yeah, though this is quite weird. Sam, and she's yeah. a massive Beatles fan. Yeah. And she says, oh, what happens with the Beatles? And um, obviously Sam Beckett breaks the terribly sad news about what happened to John in yeah, 1980. Yeah. But says, but, 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 as she starts to get upset. But before that happened, he wrote some of the world's greatest music, at which point Sam Beckett <coughs> gets an acoustic guitar. Goose pimples. There you there go, look go. at those. <laughs> look at that, it's real. This it's is a real. real show with real emotion, Emma. Gets look an, at that. Gets an acoustic guitar. <laughs> look at the power of the leap. And, uh, and, and sings uh, Imagine. Now, some people oh. may find this cheesy. Yeah. But no, no. OK, here we go. Easy if you try. Oh, he's got such a good voice. It's better than the original. No beautiful. His little sister is in bits at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As we all are, really. <laughs> Um, so yesterday after the show, I thought the next step in this is to contact Dr. Sam Beckett himself, Scott Bakula. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so I found where his agency is. They're in Los Angeles, uh, and his agent is called J.D. Schwartz. Right. So uh, we sent a message, producer Dave emailed him out and yeah. said, Hi, Jay, Dave here from Absolute Radio. Hope you're well this afternoon. I'm just dropping you a line to see whether the wonderful Scott Bakula that's right, like Dracula. Yes, yeah, we're now know on that. top of that, yeah. <laughs> Might be available to have a quick chat with our breakfast show presenter over the next week or so. Dave Berry is a huge, this is all in capital letters, nice work, producer Dave, huge, huge. Quantum Leap fan. He never stops banging on about it. <laughs> <laughs> and this is something that we've been having lots of fun with on air over the past few months. With this in mind, I'd love to be able to surprise Dave, even though I'm already in on the surprise, but it's a nice touch there. Yeah. Surprise Dave with a call from Sam Beckett himself. Oh, yeah. It would make his day, would oh make our listeners' day and would be a wonderful moment for the show. Let me know if you think this might be possible. We'll keep all of our fingers crossed. Regards, Dave at Absolute Radio. Nice. So we sent that out and we got the reply this morning because of LA and London time. And, you know, that heartfelt message about the surprise and really getting behind me. And this is is what it's feeling positive after that. Brace yourself. Thank you for your interest. Scott is busy at the moment, so unfortunately he's unavailable. That's it. That's it. Undeterred, I am going to put together the taster tape for what a new series of Quantum Leap could be like. Yesterday, yeah. I asked you if you would be my owl, and you oh, said yes. You can call me owl anytime. <laughs> okay. Um, I have also been making some emails and calls of my own, and I have lined up a genuine, bona fide Hollywood A-lister to appear in our Quantum Leap taster tape. We're going to be recording it on Friday, straight after the show. So tomorrow, I'm going to go and pick out your costume, Al. (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Well, yesterday, I I asked for your help with uh, giving us some stories about people who are just getting serious about stuff that really doesn't need to be that serious. Um, Emma, this led to you saying that you insist your husband washes his hands every time he comes into the house. Yeah, which, to be honest, I don't understand why people 
have a problem with it. No, no, I, I know. Well, I think <laughs> There's things in my life I'm the same. It's like, falling what? standards in society <laughs> as a whole. I do not wash my hands on entering the house, so <laughs> call me a freak. <laughs> what? I mean, why would I? Yeah. Because you've been outside and it's and what are you doing going round to Emma's house anyway? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I know that someone tweeted you yesterday, you can get spray-on gloves, which is interesting. Yeah, I'm going to invest in some of those. spray-on gloves? Yeah. yeah. Poor Stefan. He's going to have to be wearing spray-on gloves yep. now, isn't he? They're like those spray-on shoes in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Has anyone ever seen that? No, I've not <laughs> seen that. It's a great, great film. <laughs> and he invents spray-on shoes. Does he? I think I've just handed over my cool badge. <laughs> yeah, you have. And you've handed over 20 minutes ahead of time, <laughs> which is nice. Uh, we were getting into cool badge chat a little later on. But uh, we were talking about this, and the, and the reason that we started to discuss it was because um, my niece is going to be staying with me, as I've said, and, and we were going to be building a den. And uh, I said to my wife, I said, oh, Alice wants a little den, so I'll just get a couple of the dining chairs and just stick a duvet over it or whatever yeah yeah and she went well no you won't no you're gonna use a duvet as the padding underneath Thank we'll you. use a double sheet one of the spare double sheets <laughs> while i'm packing well, and i was like whoa 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 calm Ooh. down so i said this on the show and then i obviously realized that occasionally she is going to listen and hear these things and be annoyed by them <laughs> um so we went home she said oh i didn't really appreciate when i was going oh <laughs> <laughs> i've been married six months like a producer david he loves the juicy gossip he loves that the show he exec produces is bringing another marriage to an end um <laughs> <laughs> so we got into a little to and fro, and then she all of a sudden, and I wrote, wrote this down, she said, oh, OK, OK, so, um, you know, I'm right, you're wrong, I'm big, you're small, and there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, do you know wow. what that's from? And I went... No. <laughs> At this point, I'm kind of backed up against all she said. Matilda. <laughs> and that's right, you're Mrs. Trudgeball. Oh, yes. So that's how she won that argument, quoting Roll oh, Dole yes. at me. <laughs> did Matilda what am I meant you? to do with that, Matt? That's Where do amazing. I go with that? That's a mic drop moment right there, isn't it? And then she then starts spinning you around by your cheek tails. <laughs> No, I'm spinning her around oh, my yeah, picture. Now we're giving far too much away. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Dave, I want to hand in my badge. I was once a cool mum. Sadly, the last time my 12-year-old son had his friends round to the house, for some reason, unbeknownst to me even, I said, how's it going, boys? <laughs> oh. Like some sad gangster rapper. <laughs> yep. The look of horror on their faces as I slowly oh, backed out of the no. room will haunt me forever. Take my cool badge now and burn it from Pamela in Northamptonshire. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Matt, have you handed it in? Uh, I was playing Minecraft on on the Xbox One with uh, my six-year-old daughter and her friend Henry. Right. Yesterday. <laughs> it's a crazy Don't game. I've never played it before. It's a mad game. You can you can set fire to a pig and then it turns into a pork chop and you eat it. Right. right. And I wow. said to Henry, six-year-old Henry, so uh, have you clocked it? <laughs> oh. like, have, you, have you completed it? And they said, no, he hasn't completed it. But he had completed a Lego game. Right. But the fact I used the term clocked it like I was down with the kids. Oh, in 1994 you were. Exposed me as uh, someone who had to hand over his cool badge there and then. Okay, so that's our cool badges handed in. Uh, it is over to you guys, of course. Get them in at 8, 12, 15. And right now we're going to speak to Ash. Good morning, Ash. Hi, Dave. How you doing? Very good, thanks for asking. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. When did you have to hand in the cool badge, my friend? I handed it in last week when we were uh, working with some work experience students. Okay, um, and, and and what led to you having to unpin it proudly from your jumper and just put it on the side and then walk away, <laughs> head held low? So uh, we're working with, with these work experience students and uh, uh, we got talking about uh, MCU and DC films. So there's a whole comic book universe that we now live in with Marvel and DC. Yeah, all of those. And uh, uh, we got talking about the new sort of 
Shazam film that's coming out. Now, I had no idea who Shazam was, and <laughs> they sort of said, oh, it's this kid who shouts Shazam and then becomes uh, a superhero. Obviously, I said, it's Banana Man. And I was met by two stereo jinxable and uh, uh, I then had to go and explain who Banana Man was it all ended there Um, Ash I'll tell you what just honestly I think you did the right thing in calling the show and handing in your badge because just saying the word it's just like Banana Man means you have to give us your badge Um, and thank you for sharing with the group man the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio Hi Dave and the team I've recently handed in my call badge as I've just subscribed to the magazine's History Revealed and Garden as well I'm 31. That's from Nick in Warwickshire. <laughs> History Whoa. reveal might be fun. I, the gardening thing has passed me by a little bit at this at this stage. I know you're a big uh, you're a big fan of gardening, aren't you, producer Dave? Yeah. It looks like a wonderful way to pass an afternoon. Would you uh, happily leaf through Gardener's World magazine? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay, there we go. And this one, well, Teresa got involved saying that she wanted to hand in her cool badge, but I don't think, having spoken with the team, we are going to accept it because her message reads, Morning, Dave, I think I need to hand in my cool badge. I'm 42 and play lawn bowls. My best (laughs) friends are all in their 80s and drink bitter. Well, we had a chat about this, Teresa, and we actually all think lawn bowls is pretty cool. It's quite nice, nice, isn't it? It's a nice thing to do. And spending time with pensioners, I never get to do that enough these days. I used to play lawn bowls with my granddad Fred in Coventry, went a couple of times. It's That's a, a lovely sport. thing. So relaxing. And as you say, anything you can do with the older community, I think is a lovely yeah, thing to do. Yeah. Um, Producer Dave, you, you're kind of trying to make this a little bit more rock and roll. You just want to sit around drinking wine, <laughs> getting drunk all day, yeah. playing lawn bowls. No, I just think the little pavilion that's always next to the lawn bowls yeah, area... It always looks nice, doesn't it? Yeah. I just love to sit outside and just watch the sun go down with a glass of wine. I don't need to play the bowls. You're not even going to play bowls? No, I don't think no. I need to. But um, When I was young and ill-informed and yeah. working as a presenter on MTV, uh, we once did a, a shoot with the older people at a Lawn Bowls thing. Yeah. And the idea was we were all going to be going down there and being young and making fun of them all. Uh, cut to nine hours later, we've all made lifelong friends and we're all Lawn Bowling. <laughs> <laughs> we all absolutely loved it. So I'm afraid, Teresa, thanks for getting in touch with the show, but you can keep your cool badge. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Have you handed in the cool badge? Someone who has in York is Joanne. Good morning to you, Joanne. Good morning. Lovely having you on the show. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Why have you had to hand in the cool badge? Um, I should actually have handed it in some time ago because I've, <laughs> I've, I've been a member of a certain society for a number of years. Which society is that one then, Joanne? <laughs> Uh, I don't talk about it often to many people, I have to say. Oh. <laughs> OK, we can't wait. Why have you handed in the cool badge? What society are you a member of? The Cloud Appreciation Society. <laughs> what? <laughs> cloud? The Clouds? The Cloud, C-L-O-U-D. All oh, right, OK, so uh, Cloud or Cloud, as either in, way. As in online storage or things that contain <laughs> rain in the sky? <laughs> Newsletter once a month, or, or maybe every six weeks, and they call it the somewhat occasional newsletter. And it has <laughs> what a cool it has bunch. The, um, the cloud of the month for <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever open it and go like, <laughs> 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 look at the cloud of them? Oh, gonna hang him well, up I, I in the uh, say, cancer. I usually, 
I do usually make sure that they're looking over my shoulder when I open that. <laughs> but I you do, do open it, don't you? Oh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's I not safe for do. work. <laughs> Cloud of the month is not no, safe for work. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, we know that we, we're aware that you know which uh, number member you are. Um, is that correct? <laughs> Yes, it is. What, what number member of the Cloud Appreciation Society are you, Joanne? I believe I am 37,187. Wow! That's a lot of cool badges we've got to store. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an international society. Right. Okay. Well, there's clouds everywhere, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> you haven't got to be here in the UK to appreciate a cloud. Four, particularly not that one from Mexico. Four! <laughs> Um, Joanne, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. Thank you for handing in your call badge. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, you too. (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Kevin from Nottingham here. Do I need to hand in my call badge if I'm interested in joining the Cloud Society we just heard about because I really do want to join it? Uh, Ashley from Peterborough joining this. Take my call badge now. I want to join the Cloud Appreciation Club. (laughs) Matt, you've been doing some looking into this. Oh, yes. It looks like a great organisation. They have a forum, an online forum. We can just chat about clouds. Some of the threads they've had recently, clouds that look like things. That's a very popular one, Oh, that's a great game to play. Silver Lining, Volume 1. Every cloud, little cloud-based gag there for you. Also an offshoot on Petricor, the sweet smell of rain. So much cloud chat. And they're having a gathering next year in 2019 in an island just off Devon. Really? Yeah, yeah. So it's you know, it's a very popular club. They do like a kind of an assault course there, don't you? But you've got to be quite nimbus to win it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cloud joke. Hang on, here's my badge. The final badge we hand over is my own yet again. Dave, I was told to hand in my call badge when instead of watching the Love Island final, the only TV I could talk about was Shark Week. I think it's cool, but my fellow demographic of 25 to 30-year-old females disagree. From Amy in Cardiff. (laughs) Thank you, Amy. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Wix wants to make over your garden with a £10,000 Wix fix. This background music's quite depressing, isn't it? (laughs) Do Wix want to be associated with this green sleeves version? I mean, it's really killing the vibe every morning. I think there's there's something killing the vibe here, man. I don't think we can blame it on the background music. I mean, listen to it. It's so depressing. Maybe maybe it's the man saying killing the vibe over and over again. Listen to it. It's supposed to be a fun, exciting competition. You can win ten grand. Look, and then this comes up. I hate to say it, producer Dave, but I I think no, I think the hairy situation's got a point. Hang on. Oh, it's on. it's a sad story about how your garden needs oh, some love right, and attention. See, right. So therefore... <laughs> Can we stop workshopping things live on air? <laughs> so we're not killing the vibe, we're setting the mood. I'm trying right. to land a new <laughs> breakfast show here. It's Rage Our Week, everyone. Can we stop workshopping stuff? Wow. For cool badges sake. being handed in left, right and centre here. Fudging my goo-goo, this is difficult. <laughs> As I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted by my so-called friends and colleagues, you've been nominating family members. You've been putting yourselves forward online over the last few weeks and right now 
I'm so happy to say good morning to Ed from Leamington Spa. Good morning to you, Ed. Hi, mate. How's it going? Very good. Um, are you happy with the background music? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good. There you go. That's the fella. Say it. Bit of classical. Yeah. A little bit depressing, but yeah. not Thank too bad. You. Okay. Well, still, at least you gave a measured <laughs> argument there, and you've only been in radio for 30 seconds. <laughs> um, okay, so, Ed, tell us why you would like the £10,000 Wix fix. Right, so I'm nominating the two lovely ladies in my life, my 18-month-old daughter, Rosa, and my wife, Kelly. Uh, we recently bought our first house with our very first garden, uh, which was super exciting. Unfortunately, the house has pretty much been a building site since we moved in last September, uh, and the garden's kind of something you'd see on a sort of hazard awareness video for kids. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, Kelly's the bomb. She's the best mum in the world, uh, but she's had to, like, try and cordon off tiny areas of the garden to try and give Rosa a safe place to play in. Uh, she doesn't know I'm calling. She doesn't know anything about this competition. She actually uh... thinks I'm working on our holiday uh, and that this is a conference call, so I'm getting a lot of flack <laughs> for that. Um, wow. But, hey, if it goes through, then it'll all be worth it. Okay, Ed. Wow. So we're doing this for the wonderful women in your life. That's right, yeah. And we're going to ask you, as we have done our other finalists this week, for an ode to your garden. We believe you're going for a series of rhyming couplets. I am going for that, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Shall we keep the depressing background music, or would you rather I took it out and you I'm, went... I'm going to actually say, though I do like my classical sometimes, I'm going to say, can we get rid of it? Yeah, I think it's probably best it. without. In that case, Ed... There you go, it's gone. Right. Um, take it away, sir, in your own time. OK, cheers. So this is written on behalf of my wife. It's called A Mother's Dilemma. Our daughter Rosa is up off the floor. She's just started walking and wants to explore. She eyes up the garden on Saturday morn. There's so much to look at, though barely a lawn. Rosa bangs at the window, <laughs> promising trouble. I'm keen to go out there, but wary of rubble. In the end, I give in and open the door. Off out she goes to find dangers for sure. First a slip, then a wobble, then down with a thud. If only our lawn wasn't almost all mud. Back on her feet now, the idea that she's gotten is to clamber all over the decking that's rotten. I shout, Rosa, stop! That will give way beneath you. And not only that, but I think it's where cats poo. Oh, no, Rosa, no. Did you hear what I said? Please don't play with that rickety shed. The door's got no hinges and the slats are all skewy. You're sure to be hurt by a splinter or two there's nails poking through, and general unpleasantness. Stay away, you are not vaccinated for tetanus. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, Rosa. You can't understand why access to most of our garden is banned. I know that whatever your dad and I say, you'll still want to go out there and have a good play. Oh, oh bravo, Ed. Wow, there was shades of Julia Donaldson's finest kids books in that. That was lovely. Who are in a conference call to? Sir Ian McKellen, that's what I want to say to you, Ed. Um, or Splinter or Two, he kind of let you down a little bit there. But... <laughs> oh, wow, that was great. Um, Ed, that was really great. Well done. Um, yes, and when, when you tell uh, the family, do send them our love, and we'll be speaking to our winner on Friday, so don't touch that dial, stay by your phone. Cheers. Okay, cheers, Ed. Take cheers. care. Uh, so there we go. That was all thanks to Wix. who have everything you need to do your garden right, including great brands like Flymo and Cuprino and loads more. Uh, we'll be hearing from another ode to our gardener tomorrow. Um, so if you nominate standard, isn't it? Stay tuned. It's such a high standard. Blown away by that. Jill on Monday, very, very good. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, Stella, she really tugged at the heartstrings, and now this yeah. one. It's going to be difficult to pick a winner. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So... 
interesting news, and I know that um, Sarah Champion was talking about this on Home Time yesterday. Uh, there's a special episode of Bargain Hunt coming, which is the Happy Mondays versus Pulp. Yes, it is. Bez and Rowetta on one side, Candida and Jarvis Cocker from Pulp on the other. Just amazing. Uh, so with that news ringing in our ears and the fact we spoke to a lovely listener called Joanne in York, who is a member of the Cloud Appreciation Society, she wanted to hand in her cool badge, um, we are smashing together weather types and TV shows. Coronation Sleet from Scott in Glasgow. <laughs> Home <laughs> Thunder the Hammer. <laughs> Mork and Windy from Dan in Newcastle. The Beast from the East. Enders from Nick in EC2. <laughs> Precipitation the buses. There's oh. one that's coming out. I suppose you could also have... Uh... Uh, precipitation the Nimbuses to go back to your cloud-based joke <laughs> on the Nimbuses. I didn't think my cloud-based joke was going to get a callback. Yes. It didn't go down particularly well the first time round. Of all the things you could have called back on I from the show that I've done. Back, the, 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 the Nimbus joke. You know, it took a while. It just took a while to settle in. I think it was, yeah, it was. It, I knew that it was so highbrow. Not everyone was going to get it immediately. <laughs> but uh, like, further down the line, people were going to be laughing. Yeah, exactly. It's very much the Stuart Lee of cloud-based humour. <laughs> Den Embarking is back involved. Morning to you, Den. Open all showers. <laughs> Den Embarking again. Overcast of the summer wine. Ooh. Countdown pour from Dusty. Round the twister from Holly. Yeah. Have you ever, ever felt like this? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Strange things Strange happening. Things Are happen. you going round the twist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great show. <laughs> Set in the lighthouse, of course. Uh, on Twitter, um, El Nino O'Clock News is a good one from <laughs> at Rainbow's Rants. Um, that 70s snow, says Nermal. And Craig has gone for Emma Gale. Oh, Emma Gale's racing. Just silence greeted those. No, no, it's, it's very good. Emma, have you got any? Have you had a chance to have a thing? I got... I struggled with this one. The Jeremy Kyle snow. <laughs> That's good. 24 showers in A&E. Oh, nice. Oh, yes. And Lorraine. Lorraine. Oh, of course. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And that's it for another edition of the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. We will leave you with the one we nearly didn't have time for. And we'll begin with Emma from Liverpool, who uh, wanted to send us a correspondence about handing in the cool badge. Uh, and this is what we didn't get round to doing earlier. Morning, Dave and the team. I must hand in my cool badge. I am a university lecturer, and a couple of weeks ago, I spontaneously dropped a cultural reference to the opening monologue of Never Ever by All Saints. It, this, I did this into a lecture. <laughs> I was met with a sea of blank faces, and it slowly dawned on me that these guys weren't even born when that song was in the charts. I still remember the sympathy nod from the one mature student in the front row. <laughs> is that the one? How did that start again? Is that a few, a few questions, questions there that I need to know. Imagine starting a lecture with that. Whoa, 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 what just happened there? That was magical. Emma, do you know all of the opening monologues and ever, ever by all sides? Yeah, it doesn't everyone. Please, yeah. please take it away. Um, how you could ever hurt me so. I need to know what I've done wrong and how long it's been going, going on. on yeah. Was it that I never paid enough attention? Ooh, wow. Or did I not give enough affection? Oh, yeah. Not only will your answers keep me sane, but I'll know never to make the same, same mistake, mistake again. again. It goes on, but I'll know. I'm oh. not crazy! The boy, I mean... Sing it, Shazney. <laughs> <laughs> I have longed for you to say those words to me, Emma. <laughs> uh, 
Um, Matt, what else did we have time oh, for? There was a couple of weather texts about puns involving uh, weather and TV shows that we didn't get around to. Andy Bonner's The Life and Times of Drizzly Adams, <laughs> that I quite liked. And JZ in Guildford, who came in with the Snopra Windfree show. Oh, it's a double That's whammy. A double whammy. Um, Danielle is in for Leona. She's up next, of course. We'll be back tomorrow when you wake up. Thank you once again for tuning in, particularly those of you who took the time to get in touch with the show. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.